Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Bros Pod is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. So head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV, that's B L E A V 50, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Everybody, welcome to an odd <laughs> version of Bill Roden on sports. Uh, I'm uh, on the road, of course, uh, in transit in an undisclosed location, uh, but on the road, you may hear some weirdness. And uh, holding it down, of course, as he always does, is my friend and co-host, the great Jamal Murphy. Murph, what's going on, man, on this rainy day in New York? What's up, Bill? You know, like you said, holding it down in Brooklyn. Nasty day. I see you're uh, you're out and about. Yep, out and about. Uh, but uh, you know, this will be an abbreviated version of Rose Pod. But you know, a couple interesting things that we want to touch on. I guess the big news story, and I, I know the NFL normally dominates, but the NBA is making a breakthrough. <laughs> yes. Actually, seizing control from the NFL. Uh, unfortunately for uh, Ime Udoka at the Boston Celtics, kind of, um, for me, it kind of goes under the category of, you know, as journalists, man, you know, we talk about who's, you know, personality and all that, but in reality, we really don't know people. You know, we spend a little time with them in locker rooms or interviews, but we don't know. And the news is that uh, Ime Udoka, the very popular and successful uh, coach of the Boston Celtics, looks like he's going to be suspended for a year. What do we know about that? Yeah, so, you know, like you said, uh, Ime Udoka, who, of course, was a rookie coach last year, had the breakthrough performance with the Celtics, uh, got them really out of nowhere uh, to the to the uh, NBA Finals. They lost, of course, to uh, Steph Curry and Golden State. But in the offseason, I guess, uh, you know, he, he was having some sort of consensual relationship with a, with a Celtic staff member. Um, and, of, and of course, that is not allowed. Um, the Celtics have have, uh, you know, rules in place where, uh, you know, employees are not allowed to uh, to take part in, in those type of consensual relationships. Um, and I guess it came to a head and um, reports are that that uh, the Celtics are going to suspend him for a year, uh, which wow. last night the report came out. I think it was from Woj saying that. Uh, you know, there were, that there was some kind of infraction, internal infraction by Udoka and that there would be some sort of suspension. But I don't think anybody expected it to be a year-long deal, which is crippling, yeah. really. Seems um, very, and it seems very harsh. Yeah. Not, I that, mean, not knowing, not knowing the details, but uh, what do we know about the consensual relationship? Do we have any, you know, because I guess there is all kinds of 
great territory here. I mean, Yudoka is single, right? right? I mean, he's not a married guy. Right. Um, which, again, that gets into a value, even if he wasn't, you know, it gets into this value structure. Right. But what, do we know anything else? No, I mean, we really don't know. We don't know who the the employee, the other employee is, uh, or if it's plural, we're not sure. People, you know, online and on the internet are taking all kinds of liberties, uh, posting pictures of people they think it is. And then, uh, you know, Mark Spears, our friend Mark Spears had to, he put out a tweet, uh, you know, saying that it was not one of these people. Uh, you know, they're pretty much picking up all the, all the black women that work in the, <laughs> in the, for the Celtics have been kind of plastered on the internet. Um, so, oh, man. so people have, have uh, been trying to, to uh, dispute those claims. Um, so we, but we really don't know. And, and I don't know, should we know? I mean, is it, is it something that, that we are entitled to know? I don't know. That's, that's kind of the thing too. Um, is it just because Udoka's the, the public figure that, you know, he's the only one that'll be outed here? Well, you know, that's what it is. I mean, you know, in this, in this era of social media, I guess ever, when you are a public figure, everything you do, whether you're the president of the United States or the president of a company, you know, everything you do is up for salacious rumor and gossip. And uh, in this case, I mean, you talked about people posting photos of every black woman in the organization. I mean, it's really, it's really fucked up. You know, it's really, but that's kind of where we are, you know. Uh, And I guess the fact is that Udoka admitted to having a relationship. So, you know, there's a part of me that says, hey, man, what you do on your own time in your own business is kind of your business. But we all know that when you belong to any organization, whether it's you know, Disney or your corporation or the Times or whatever, public perception matters. So um, when you say, is, is, is it anybody's business? Well, no, it's, it's really not. You know, uh, I keep thinking of Mia Long, who I think is his, is his girlfriend or fiance. I'm not sure. I th- yeah, I think, it's his, I think it's his fiance since 2015 that I read that. So, that, so apparently they've been engaged for seven years. They do have a, they do have a child, I believe. Uh, together, but they, you know, they're not yet married. We, and we really don't know the extent of their relationship. We don't, you know, for all we know, they might not even be together at the moment. As far as I, who right. knows? You know, I know she did show up during the Nets uh, Boston series. She, sh- you know, she showed support. And I, so I remember that being a, being some sort of a deal. Um, but, you know, we don't, like I said, we don't, we really don't know what's going on. He, for all intents and purposes, he's a single man. Like you said, he's not married. And if, even if he was, you know, what does that mean? Um, you're hearing rumors that the uh, that the other woman involved was married. So who knows how this all came to light? What kind of you know what kind of controversy it created within within the Celtics, which I'm sure probably plays a part. The interesting thing is that just came out uh, that Sports Illustrated reported was that Udoka is is considering resigning. So obviously wow. he's not he's not. You know he's not in favor of this <laughs> this this punishment, and and like yeah. you said, it said it sounds harsh, you know, to begin with. So you know why would he be in favor of it? And and it seems like he's threatening to resign and maybe go his separate way if if yeah. this kind of punishment remains. Yeah, and I guess depends on what it is. I mean, I'm sure that a guy like the Doker at least should have a job within seconds, right, of him saying he's resigning. 
and and again, it sort of depends on, you know, I'm sure maybe Sarver will hire him. Which we'll get to, right. <laughs> you know, maybe you'll go there, you know. Right. But um, again, from everything we knew, and again, this is why it gets so weird, man, in terms of values. You know, I even started off talking about character issues and all that, but that's basically, I'm filtering it through my own moral stuff. Right. You know, like, who's, who's to say, well, he's married and all that? I mean, who's to make those kind of determinations, you know, about how you're supposed to act, you know, when you're married, when you're not married, uh, and all that. So it gets into a lot of value judgments. And I guess every corporation, I guess, has its right. You know, but again, I guess how many corporations, if you look at all the scandals, how many heads of corporations or, you know, in the corporate, in the C-suite, how many of these people can stand up to the, to scrutiny about right. their marital relations, relationships? Is it that, are we talking about morality or are we talking about perception? The fact that and it's such an American thing, you know, that we don't really care what you do. We just don't want it to be known. Right. You know, we want to have, we want to, we want to preserve the, uh, the, um, veneer of a particular thing, you know, like how we the veneer of democracy, the veneer of this. Meanwhile, you know, you know, during our whole 30s, 40s, 50s, even now, you know, we talk about land is a free and holy grave and how black folks I, I, I mean, I want to go beer off, but we're always into appearances versus realities. And I think that's what, you know, that's what we're talking about here. You know, a single guy, and we're holding his feet to the fire because of personal relationships. And it's got like the guy is you know busted for selling drugs or something like that. So I don't know. It's it's uh, and but it comes to such a shock because you know the whole thing of you know the darling of the playoffs, right? The darling of the NBA, right? You know? So I don't know. It's you know, tough and shocking. Yeah, then you know an African an African American coach doing you know doing very very well in his first season after you know the NBA made those you know increased the percentage of of black coaches we talked about um, you know and, and I was watching uh, Stephen A this morning and he he kind of brought the he brought up the racial aspect of it saying well you know he thought he thought the the uh, punishment was was too harsh. And he, he said, well, you know, what about these? You know, I know for a fact there's all these white executives doing the same thing. How come how come they don't get outed? You know, so, I mean, there's there's also, you know, that that kind of perspective and like, you know, why? OK, now, you know, why such a harsh penalty? What else is going into this? Right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I guess, you know, the thing is, if you know, it's one thing to say we know all these people are doing it. Then I guess it's up to you to say, well, who? name me some names name some situations right. and then let's talk about the fairness in other words if you could if you give me some instances and you out some people and then you say okay so how will this be dealt with and even when you do that the organization may say well that's you know that's the Celtics positive it ain't ours <laughs> you know right so you know I guess there are a lot of variables well yeah I mean actually a Pretty much a year to the to the day ago, the Minnesota Timberwolves fired 
a, an executive in their basketball operations, Gerson Rosas, for kind of the same thing. He was he was a married man and he had an extramarital affair with another woman who was also married within the Timberwolves organization. And they fired him um, because of that. So the NBA has seen this, you know, has taken these kind of actions before, just not not against a coach. So this is a little different, but we there is, uh, you know, precedent within the league for this. You know, so, yeah, there is precedent. And I guess you could argue that if it creates turmoil within the organization, you know, you have to you have to kind of look at that. Does it create problems in the organization? Um, So, yeah. So, again, you know, we'll I'm sure that there will be details uh, that will, um, you know, as we learn more details. But practically, I think that if he feels if um, Udoka feels he's being treated unfairly and he resigns, depending, depending on how this unfolds, you would think that he'd be a hot commodity. But again, in this era, you know, depending on the details, who's what were the circumstances, you know, then we haven't heard from Mia Long. His, you know, she can make <laughs> right. it worse. You know, um, she, she, you know, she can make it terrible. You know? Right, right. So, um, I mean, you know, you as know, far as far as Udoka's concerned, I mean, what what do you what do you think? I mean, obviously, I mean, if he thinks that he's being, you know, if he's being, you know, hard, treated harshly, he shouldn't have to he shouldn't have to set out a year. Do you, what do you think? You think he he should leave? He should he should resign and and take his chances somewhere else? Well, I mean, that's again, it's, it's really really hard to put yourself in that situation because whenever you go under the go this kind of scrutiny, number one. You know, we don't know the relationship with with his fiance. They do have a child, uh, and you just don't know what other franchises would be willing to say. Hey, we'll take him. Right. You know, and and he his his whole story was how he climbed such a steep ladder right. to get to the to get to this position. So, I guess, you know, I I don't know. Yeah, I, a I'm glad I'm not in this situation. You know, <laughs> right. um, I'm just happy it's not me. You know, yeah, you know, you just have to do what's the long game. You know, do you take your year of suspension? Is it year without pay? Is it year with pay? Um, and it depends on, like you said, what are the all the particulars, and how will this impact the Celtics organization? Because it could be, you know, like ripples on a pond. Mm. It could have some very, you know, big implications. So I guess we'll just have to stay tuned. And um, see, meanwhile, we have, you know, in, in the same kind of moral, <laughs> moral, uh, I don't know what you call it, impasse, uh, out west with the uh, Phoenix Suns, uh, you've got the owner of the Phoenix Suns, Sarver, who was also suspended for just also types of, you know, for terrible behavior toward women, toward African-Americans, people of color, who were suspended. Now he's saying, you know, uh, he issued a statement saying now he's going to pave the way for a sale right. uh, to sell the team, right. uh, which I thought I find fascinating. I wonder, and the Players Association said, great, sell it. Right. And I'm wondering if it's part of punishment, sell it to some black people. <laughs> That'll be the ultimate part. <laughs> you know, uh, right. I th- you know, but what, what do you make of that? I think, 
you know, it's going to be, you know, he's selling the team. So that I thought about that also, like, who would he, who would he sell it to? People are talking about, you know, there needs to be more minority ownership in these leagues, in the NBA. Um, but then you have a guy who's basically been, uh, you know, convicted in some sense as a racist or, 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 or being racist at times. Um, and is he, is, it, is that the type of person who's going to sell to a to black people or to a, to a minority, so that that's interesting right. in itself uh, because it's still his decision to who he sells to, and then uh, it has to be reviewed by the league. Uh, so we'll we'll see about that. But I mean, what did what did you think just in general about the story itself with Sarver when this came out? What the league confirmed through an investigation was that he, you know, had said the N word five times in different occasions, kind of you know publicly within the organization. Um, all this other stuff, you know, with the with the sexual harassment type stuff, uh, talking about sexual situations on the job. I can't b- believe that you'd be surprised by this. Like, what was your what was your thought process when you, when you first heard you know this about Sarver? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I, I'm just suffering from being anesthetized morally about mm-hmm. this stuff. You know, I say, yeah, right. You know, of course, <laughs> right. I'm surprised when you hear something different that these people in power. Don't act like this, you know. Uh, and that was my thing. And I was also I wonder, what about the black folks in the organization? How many right. people knew this? And right. they said, "Hey, man, you know, I got a gig, I got a job. Right. You know, this guy is an asshole. He's a pig, but he's a pig who's paying me a lot of money. Right. You know. So I'll just let it slide. Right. You know. And you just don't know how many of these relationships around the league, around the country." in a corporation where people just let stuff slide because, you know, they're bystanders and they're bystanders who are being richly compensated. Right. And they just said, Hey man, you know, whatever, you know, and then when it comes out, I'm sure a lot of people in the organization, black folks, some probably feel guilty because they didn't say anything or they feel complicit because they didn't say anything, but you know, you're in this weird space where you're making a lot of money you're doing what you want to do. Am I going to bite the hand that feeds me? Right. You know, I guess that's why I call it a power relation. Were you surprised? No, no. You know, I basically feel like you, I mean, it's like you're surprised when you don't hear this, this kind of stuff. Um, right. And even, you know, in response, in response to what you're saying about, you know, all the pe- people within the organization, black people who probably knew this was going on players. Um, you know, I've heard people say, well, I don't want to hear from you now. Uh, now that he's leaving, I don't want to hear all this stuff like, oh, you know, we, you know, he was a terrible person, this and that, when you had to know beforehand and you didn't say anything. So just don't, we don't want to hear it now. So I've heard people make that kind of comment. Um, what about parallels to Donald Sterling? Uh, in this case, you know, in that case, they, they took the team away from him eventually, um, you know, against his will, made him sell against his will. In this case. The problem there is that, you know, I haven't heard, a lot of owners, you know, a lot of owners came out against Sterling because they didn't like Sterling. The NBA right. didn't like Sterling. Right. And it was all the stuff that came out that they were also complicit because they knew about this guy. They knew about Sterling. Right. You know, but it was, again, it was like, oh, well. And I think you you do, you do have not had a lot of owners come out against Sterling, I mean, against uh, Sarver. And like I said, they wanted Sterling. Now, Sarver is different. It could be, hey, man, if they kind of, like, like, the guy in Dallas, you know, I mean, what kind of scrutiny? No, Cuban. Cuban. Could, you know, what could, could Cuban, 
because I think there were stories out about his workplace was terrible. Right. You right. know, it's it's just such a, a an odd game, Jamal. When you get into this thing, I mean, maybe I should have not have been surprised, morally outraged, but I guess there was sort of the cynic said, "Of course, it's like this," and I understand you know, black folks in these corporations, you know, who are trying to climb the ladder, knowing that they've got many times no safety net. Right. Yeah. You know, and you said, if, if, you know, what am I going to say? Because Sarver is a billionaire and right. you got these, all these other white men for the most part, the other corporations, even if I squeal, you know, they're going to land on their feet somewhere where I may not. Right. So I, I kind of get this. It's, it's, it's just this, survival thing that that we're in so i do uh, you know understand it before i go how come you didn't say anything well because i didn't want to lose my damn you know i want to get another job (laughs) right Right. we i mean yeah we know how this works we know we know yeah like you said who has the safety net and who doesn't um one of the things that happened with when if when the stuff first came out and the nba you know said you know came down with the one-year suspension and they didn't take the team away from them uh, LeBron James came out right away and tweeted, you know, that there should be there should be no tolerance and that, you know, after reading all the details that this guy had to go. Uh, so, you know, once again, LeBron James, you know, not afraid to jump out, jump out there and, uh, and, and, and speak his opinion. I guess when you think about it, LeBron James might be one of those guys who has a safety net. Yeah, well, yeah, there are, there are a few people everywhere, you know, who have safety right. net. Right. You know, but not. That, that, that's rare, right. <laughs> you know. LeBron is in the space where he's almost a designated person to speak out. Right. Said, you know, he said, "Okay, LeBron, you can speak out," but you know, who else can? Maybe Anthony Davis, if he, if he, you know, if <laughs> it's he, a couple more, he can. <laughs> if, if he wins yeah. a couple more championships, maybe. You know, the bottom line is: is he going to sell it, and will there be more black ownership? Mm. You know. Uh, so that's kind of where I stand on that. But no, I was not stunned. I think that this is a compelling opportunity for a potential black group uh, to, to, you know, own an NBA franchise and, and becoming the second uh, minority group after, uh, uh, you know, you know, after uh, Michael Jordan to own a franchise. So that in itself will be fascinating. Right. So, and yeah. then also also the rich get richer. Uh, Sarver is, uh, you know, I think he bought it for about 400 million or something. And they're talking about he can get like two or three billion uh, from, from, oh selling, my God. from selling it. So he, oh. he will be enriched by. by yeah, you know, he's not, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's not going to lose money. You know. <laughs> exactly. He may end up buying then buying an NBA, an NFL franchise. Right. Know? Where, you know, he'll, he'll be much more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What we all always do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Welcome to the club. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, hey, man. One more thing before we go. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, this is an abbreviated version of uh, of uh, Bros Pod, but you you emailed a very troubling image. You were at the Giants game last week, right? And in the parking lot, you 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 texted an image that there was a flag. Uh, that somebody raised a, a Trump DeSantis flag right. uh, in the Giants parking lot. And then below that, uh, an FJB, uh, you know, penance, you know, meaning fuck Joe Biden. 
Right. And, uh, you know, it was troubling to me. Uh, and I guess, you know, if you're pro, pro that guy, maybe it's not. But I'm just wondering, and you, you mentioned that your wife said she felt uncomfortable. Right. And I guess it raises questions to me, particularly as we move forward to what's going to be a very contentious election season from now to 2024, is how much more of this stuff are we going to see? And should NFL teams step in and stop this stuff? I mean, because if I've seen it, you know, I'm a black fan, I may next week bright, bring my Black Lives Matter right. flag right. and raise that. Right. You know, uh, you know, at what point do, the t- should you, do you think the team should step in and say, hey, you know, uh, on our grounds, there's not this, you know, there's no room for this. Then I guess somebody could say, well, wait a minute. And you're, we saw on your players' helmets, they talk about in racism and all that. <laughs> so where, where does this stuff start and stop? Yeah, no, I mean, it's tough. You know, when, when I, when I first saw that and also, you know, I posted a picture uh, of it on, on bros pod on uh, Instagram. So people can check that out at, at bros pod. You can see the picture. Uh, like you said, it's a, uh, Trump DeSantis flag with FJB fuck Joe Biden and some other stuff. But yeah, my, you know, my wife saw it and she, and she, you know, I, my first thought was, wow, you know, uh, you know, I thought they didn't like politics and, and football intertwined. Like what happened? You know? So I guess, I guess that was a farce, but, uh, right. you know, but, but my wife, you know, she was, she was saying, you know, how she just felt uncomfortable. Like it just made her feel like she didn't even want to be there. You know what I'm saying? So right. remember this is the giants home opener. And these were like prominently raised flags, like you know, it was like a whole section of the of the parking lot. Okay, mm-hmm. so I could just imagine, you know, walking, you know, and then you know, people are drinking out there. I mean, that that's right to start some kind of fight, and you know, worst case scenario, a riot of some sort. Because you figure um, people are armed, right? Yeah, that too. So you know, I think it, I think it's you know, it's, it might be dicey in terms of banning. You know, you know, you could you could run into like some free speech situations there but i guess you know it is private you know te- probably technically private property so they could do that i think you know you're talking we're talking politics and then you know you point to end racism and then all of a sudden now end racism is some is like a political stand you know which right. is, which is wild right. you just you just you just want equality that's like political you know so it's like these right. people can can uh hide behind politics when they're when really a desantis trump sign is is damn near a KKK sign, you know, as far as I'm right. concerned, as far as other, black people, that, yeah. you know, as far as some, you know, someone's particular perception. So it's dicey, but I think, you know, I, I guarantee, you know, what if it was the other way around? Like what if it, like the black Panthers was, was standing outside and, and black Panthers were just trying to protect them, trying to protect black people. So I can, I don't even want to put that right. on the same, on the same level, but I mean, like if it was something that, or black lives matter, where something where, the average white person, for whatever reason, is kind of you know fear in fear because of that. There might be a stronger reaction. I just you know, like you said, time, these times are only getting worse, and the the stakes are only getting higher. You got election day coming, so it is kind of an ominous sign of, of what to expect at these these stadiums. And if it's happening in New York, yeah. imagine what's going on down south. Oh my God, Atlanta! And yeah, you know, and if somebody sees that, they'll be emboldened. They'll right. say, "Well, hey, let me bring my flag." Right. You know, and you may have a whole parking lot, you know, across the country. 
right. in NFL parking lots with with these, you know, pro-Trump DeSantis flags, which could lead other people, you know, to bring their pro, you know, Black Lives Matter flags or pro whatever. And are we going to have battles in parking lots, you know? And remember, we're talking about a sport that is 60% Black, okay? So these same people... Uh, who are carrying these Trump DeSantis flags who are basically anti, uh, you know, per, any kind of progressiveness, and you know, which is really anti-Black, let's be honest, anti, uh, you know, LGBTQ, anti any anything that's not old school, you know, white America. Um, and they're at a football game and they're, and they're, they're cheering a team with 60% Black, black players. Like, like what? what like called- we don't like that either. <laughs> yeah, what, like what's going on here? You know, so it's like, what what are we even doing here? This is not even your sport. Let's be honest. You know, so I mean that's well, that's part it, of what I was thinking. Yeah, well, it's not their sport. They can, you know, white men own it. You know, right? And and black men are just there, kind of running space. Right. And yeah, I've always wanted to see that. You know, because you know we're not cheering for the black players. We're cheering for the Giants. Right. Or we're cheering for the you know. That they just happen to be incidental, right? You know, we don't we don't care about them. Wish there were less of them. You know, we don't like Lamar Jackson. We don't like all these guys. You know, running around. You know, so you know. They, I think that but was- but really, in actuality, they do. They like them, or else you wouldn't be there, right? Don't don't watch this. if it's so terrible. Why are you watching the sport? Obviously, deep down, you do like it. Well, and that gets into the whole American. Uh, psyche and and uh uh the um schizophrenia right. around racism you know they they they're many of their kids are listening to rap music and black music right you know they don't like black people right you know <laughs> right so that's that's the problem yeah so you know I, i'm gonna you know do some digging ask some nfl people even some giants people about what they think because i'm sure it's very dicey with their fan base do right. they want to get in the business of saying, don't bring these, you know, because, hey, many of the owners support, they'll probably support the same ticket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They just won't, they just won't put a big flag up, but they'll send them, they'll send the money. Exactly. He said, that's our flag. You know, <laughs> right. uh, the guy down at, at Miami, you know, right. he didn't have a flag up, but he sends them money. Yeah, the sends them money. The yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just. So, anyway, that's tough. So, yeah, man. So, listen, um, th- those are nice snapshots. I mean, not nice, but disturbing. Uh, disturbing situation in Boston. We'll see how that goes, whether Udoka is going to, you know, uh, resign if they suspend him. He's going to say, screw that. I'm going to resign. Well, we'll see that. And then Sarver to be determined, you know, he, is he going to really sell? And if so, to whom? Right. And, uh, you know, we'll see what the NFL does. If, 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 the, if the situation that, that you saw at the Giants camp was a one-off or if as the election season gets hotter, we see more of that stuff, how the NFL and how NFL teams react. We know, jo, you know, Jerry Jones, big, you know, Republican, you know, I mean, yeah, maybe, all, of them. all of them. So I, I'm, I'm very interested to see, and it's, could this be another clash between predominantly black players who may be offended by this, you know, uh, will that be another battleground? So, you know, you know, then of course you got Herschel Walker 
would would behold his own, uh, you know, Republican flag. So we could, that's another conversation for another day. But um, meanwhile, uh, why don't you tell people how they could uh, watch these, hear more of these scintillating conversations. Yes. uh, Thanks to the listeners as usual. Uh, You can, of course, get this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, keep following us on social media at bros pod on Instagram at bros pod on Twitter. Also check us out on YouTube. I'm going to start putting all of the, the uh, podcasts on YouTube as well. So bros pod on YouTube, check that out. Um, We got a lot of good stuff on there and uh, wherever, like I said, wherever you you're listening to us, whatever, uh, whether it's Apple podcasts or Stitcher or whatever, uh, give us, Give us those five stars. Give us a good review. Uh, that's very helpful, and we appreciate it. And, of course, uh, we'll be back next week with, with whatever else terrible is going on in sports. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, maybe. Uh, oh, that's right. And I guess next week we're going to have to have – do you have your black quarterback ratings? Or we're going to have to wait We'll do, we'll uh, do that, for that. We'll, do that. we'll do that next week. We'll, do that. we'll come back next week with that after, after week three. Give an update. Okay, we'll come back with our our next, our black quarterback ratings. All right, everybody, listen, continue to be safe. I just came back from uh, getting a a negative COVID test. Nice. Uh, Congratulations. Yeah, Yeah, negative COVID test. I want to get a, uh, whatever shots out there, I want to get that. Yes. And don't forget to get your flu shots. Oh, by the way, uh, before I leave, my nephew, the great Kyle Dudley, is getting married. Tomorrow, uh, actually Saturday, in the Sag Harbor, New York, mm. to Ayana Harry. Uh, really, I'm looking forward to that. You know, uh, Kyle's my favorite nephew. Well, he and Kevin are favorite nephews. And uh, a big fan of the show. He's a fan of the show. He's a friend of the show. Yes. So uh, a big shout out to Kyle and Ayana. Great moment. Congratulations, nephew. Yes, and, congrats, uh, congratulations, Kyle and Ayana. Yep. Yep. Uh, we'll have to have them on the show to talk about the event. Yes. Give us a play by play. Yes. And, and you got to take a lot of pictures, Bill. Okay. On yeah, Instagram. I, yeah, I, I will. And I'll send them to you so you can post them <laughs> on, on a bros pad thing. You know, I may even be in a couple of them. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. Listen, uh, you know, uh, continue to be safe. Uh, get tested for COVID or whatever. whatever. And, uh, Continue to pray. God bless everybody. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.